Welcome to Impact and Freedom with your host, Jason Feldman. All right, welcome back. Okay, so three questions asked to avoid failure like I did. Well, how did I fail? Well, I was actually not failing very hard at the time, but you will see very quickly how I did. <laughs> uh, up towards the beginning of last year, I had two businesses that were doing extremely well, but I was definitely on the hamster wheel. We were selling a lot at both companies. One was an insurance agency, and we had a big sales team, and we were selling a lot of policies at the time. And then we also had a uh, insurance agent um service that helped other agents do the same. And both companies were selling a lot. We were doing a lot in both of them. And I was extremely busy. Well, even prior to that, I had went to school full time and then I got into this agency and the agency was failing. And then that's the reason why we started building the sales and we built up that other agent service business. Well, I've been for the last 10 years grinding, grinding and working my tail off, right? So last year we were doing really well. Why does that sound bad? Well, because I came from a place where I wasn't doing very well. I constantly felt this pull on me. Like I had to catch up, like, like I was struggling really. And as we were doing better and better, I still had the same feeling. Why? Because I was still in that loop. I was in that kind of survival type loop. And even though I wasn't necessarily in survival mode, I felt like I was. So it just, I, I kept myself busy. Well, I guess I didn't do inventory on my daily tasks in a long time. So I was doing the things that I was doing the year, the few years before that got me to where I was at the time, and I was experiencing a lot of burnout and maybe even neglecting uh, my life at home a little bit uh, to the point where I was focusing so much on business and my identity had be become this person that was kind of running on this hamster wheel. Well, last year, uh, it, it, you know, it kind of started slowing down a little bit. And what did I do? I immediately uh, started um, designing and planning a new business. And as I was doing that, uh, I, I began, uh, you know, just filling that time that was kind of uh, falling short in my other businesses, the, the time that I could have just kind of stepped back and maybe thought out a little bit more, did a little inventory at the time, but I didn't. I I started this other business and started planning it. And then we launched it at the beginning of the year and we just kept uh, grinding away to try different angles of, of this new business. But I was really experiencing some burnout, you know? Uh, it, it, I love helping other business owners and I thought that this was the way to go. But I didn't realize how much I was in this loop of survival. And man, dude, I was, I, I, I was burning out, you know, and, and it, the, the new business wasn't getting the attention that I needed. It wasn't as passionate because I wasn't really in survival mode. I didn't take the time that I needed to, to, to 
just kind of that to create that margin of just contemplation, if you will, that time for me to just really think about what I'm doing and, and, um, enjoying that little bit of space because I haven't had that little bit of space in a long time. Uh, and so then I started realizing, um, recently that I need that space and it's not that I need the space to, you know, just do nothing. It's more of the space. I need to really catch up with what I've been doing and, uh, figuring out like what, what is, what are the needle movers? What do, what can I offload? Um, and stuff like that. So, so that kind of left me to this point where I was just kind of frantic in my own mind and not really in reality in my mind. So, um, there's three things, three things that you need to ask yourself in this situation. And this is what I asked myself that really started making me think, uh, first one is I, I just took a, you know, an inventory of what I was doing. So I stopped doing the new marketing business that I was doing. Cause I, I just needed to, I just needed to, I needed to have that time. I needed to have that margin. So I'm taking inventory on all of my daily tasks and everything that I've been doing and just an inventory on everything and, and just really thinking of number one, how can I offload anything that I'm doing? And I've done this in the past and it really serves me well. It creates the kind of margin that I need to be able to do new things, but Clearly, I didn't need to do new things the last time. I needed to just have that space to breathe. But uh, can I offload anything? So that's number one. Number two, what are the biggest needle movers and do they need more attention? So what are the biggest needle movers? And then also with those needle movers, is there anything I can double down on? Is there anything I can duplicate those needle movers and and where I'm not really doing more, but I'm doing, uh, things that will create the same kind of impact. So that's, uh, that's another question. That's number two. Number three is what are my lowest leverage tasks that I'm doing and are they necessary? And so when I say me too, I also mean in the businesses, what are the lowest leverage? What, what do we do? What have we gotten in this loop of that we're doing that really don't make a big difference? So when we're taking a look at those three things, um, sometimes it can be tough to offload. Why would it be tough to offload? Because, you know, maybe you don't have SOPs for the thing. Maybe it's, you know, like when it comes to hiring, hiring can be a tough one. Uh, but if you have the right SOPs and you, you have somebody else doing it and, uh, you have a list of criteria, ways to, um, assess their personality types, ways to, uh, like different gatekeeper type activities that, you know, that at the end of the day, if they get through these, uh, seven activities, that they're the right person, but it takes time. Because you might be the only one that's doing that right now. And to teach somebody else that would take, oh, that would be tough, right? 
But if we own our own business and we're going to be doing this for a long time, let's take hiring as an example. It's something that you need SOPs for. Are you ever going to not need to hire someone? No, at some point, you're probably going to need to hire someone unless you're a solopreneur in, in which even then it's not a bad idea to get someone or, or at least write down what you're doing so that you could get somebody to help you. So definitely think about these things because if not, you could create burnout like I did, you know, and now that I have some margin to think, I'm also thinking about this, you know, and it's really helping me uh, figure out what I need to, what moves I need to make to make a difference. And I realized that a lot of the moves that I were making was making was incremental. It wasn't my end goal because I got so in a loop on doing the tasks that got me to where I am today that I'm creating more tasks that are very similar. It's not that kind of leap tasks that I need. You know, it's not the kind of thing that like, hey, it's a new like, like think about when you get a, a new job, a new client, like something that really has moved the needle in the past, usually it's a lot, like it's not an incremental thing. So it's like something where you need to learn a lot or some crazy situation that um, maybe you had to put a lot of time into, but it's something usually out of the norm, right? Because if it was in the norm, you get the same results, you know, actions, you know, actions are where our results come from. So yeah. So when thinking about this, it's like getting out of the loop of the daily things that I'm doing and really thinking about what are the things that's going to, that I could sidestep a lot of things. Like what are the few actions that I could take to really take some leaps, you know, or if you don't know those, like there's to be totally honest, I don't have all the answers to that right now. So what I'm forcing myself to do is take that margin. You know what I mean? Take that time to just have that space. There's a really cool book by um, Ryan Holiday called Stillness is the Key. You know, and it talks, he talks a lot about, you know, uh, leaders like John F. Kennedy that, took time. Like when big things happen in this country, uh, he took time and that's how he came up with the answer. And that's what great leaders do. They can create the margin that they need for contemplation and just really getting the clarity on what to do. So some, I would say a lot of the time in order to really make big leaps to really take yourself to the next level. You need to have more time. I know I do. And I know that's what I need now. And, and, um, that's what I, I have needed <laughs> and, and to get untrain myself from what I was doing to, to train myself to be my future self. So just some thoughts that I've had recently. I hope that serves you well. Um, write in, let me know what you're working on. Like, what 
are the things that you're doing right now? Is there anything that you can take off your plate? Is there anything that's too low of leverage um, tasks that it's like, man, I don't even need to be doing that. Like what, how do you get to that next level? How do you, what, what are those needle movers that can really take you to the next level? I'm Jason Feldman. Thank you so much for listening.